Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the best new host and podcast show, The Calling a Man's Answer Show, live every week. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to me on your favorite streaming platform to stay up to date with the show. This is episode 51 with Kyle Kerm. He's a wide receiver for the Pacific University Boxers and an education major. Take a listen. Welcome, Kyle Kern. My guest today is a, how tall are you? Six foot six. Six foot six, wide receiver for the Pacific University Boxers football team. Uh, what's your major? Education. Education major, and one of my good friends. Welcome to the podcast, Kyle Kern. Thanks, I'm glad to be here. If you want to the show, big fan, big fan. Big fan. If you want to just introduce yourself for people who don't know who you are, I'm sure everyone listening to this, or most people listening to this, are going to be people that know you or have heard of you, but... For those that are my listeners, maybe back home, some other places, Canada. I got some fans in Belize. I don't know how. Um, Chile. Uh, but for those guys, introduce yourself, who you are, everything like that. All right. Yeah, I'm just Kyle Kern. Uh, I'm from Sacramento, California. Born and raised over there. Uh, came to Pacific. This is my third year here. I'm a junior. I played football, basketball, baseball growing up. Now I'm just on the football team with Colin. Um, great friends, no calling from freshman year. Went to church with them, you know, played Fortnite with them. That's funny. Yeah, let's get into church because so my freshman year, Bobby Ulrich played on the team and I had him on the podcast as well. So anyone of you old listeners right now, sorry, Kami texted me. He was like calling me a bunch. So mm-hmm. I had to tell him I was podcasting with you. Off the digression. Um, so yeah, we went to church and Bobby Ulrich, who was on the podcast, he invited us and Kyle eventually invited me and so we went to this little church in Forest Grove but it was very like progressive and it was very like upbeat and it was very like different and new and I'm I'm sad that it's not like full open right now mm-hmm. you know it's probably online and everything yeah, yeah. it's but, different what I was used to for sure like the church I went to back home has you know 2,000 people mm-hmm. big crowd like hooping hollering and you mm-hmm. don't know the people in the room and this church is just so much smaller so much more homey is your whole family christian yeah yeah so you're born and raised yeah uh, my grandpa was a pastor actually really mine yeah. too that's crazy oh really yeah so just non-denominational or what yeah yeah so my grandfather my my mom's dad was it your mom's dad Mm-mm, my dad's dad's dad. dad so my mom's dad he was a, an episcopalian pastor okay um and so i went to church for that for my entire life and then he passed away in 2014 and my family started going to this other church called community lutheran which is more of like the new age like um like not that it's non-denominational because it is lutheran but it's the more new age it's the more like uh uh like upbeat today's day and age yeah um and so we they started going there and i kind of like fell off i don't know if i told you this but i kind of like stopped going for a little bit i think we talked about it um i like you know, kind of fell out of my church ways. Never really fell out of like believing or anything like that, but I fell out of my like church going um, week in, week out. Um, and I never really picked that back up until freshman year. We started going again and we didn't really go like, or at least I didn't go like every week, but we, I started going more and more and then the pandemic hit. So it's something I definitely want to get back into here in, uh, in the future when things start becoming normal again. I agree. Yeah. I was freshman, sophomore year. I went every Sunday pick up some guys if I could just kind of spread the word say hey come with me me and Bobby going to church me and Colin going to church but now like I don't know hopefully that gets back to normal soon hopefully we can get back in there and maybe bring some uh, young guys with us or bring some other guys with us so we're gonna have to talk about this because 
one of the saddest things ever in the world that just happened on Saturday at the game. First two plays, Mitch goes down with a horrific injury. Um, and it's so shitty because, like, no one deserves to get injured, but that guy more than anybody. You and that guy are, like, the two people who, like, don't deserve it, like, the most. And just to see him and then just to see him, like, let's fucking go, like, as yeah. he's getting carted off, dude, that hit me hard. So he's I know, a big leader. Dude, he, he is like one of the best genuine people I've ever met in my entire life. Absolutely. And he took the time out yesterday because I, I messaged him privately because I, I mean, like, I, w- I would have messaged him in the band, but I felt like a direct message is more I heartfelt. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, so he messaged, he took the time out yesterday, messaged me back. He's like, I love you, big dog. And it's just like, he's such a genuine person. You literally hate to see that because it's just like a wave of just like, you're ready, you're there, you're in the moment, and then just two seconds, just everything can be taken away from you, you know? Yeah. Were you on the field for that play? Yeah, I was on the field. I was blocking a corner, and the first reaction I got was all of a sudden the George Fox linebackers started running to their sideline. I'm like, whoa, whoa, why are you guys running to your sideline? They're like, oh, oh, oh. I'm like, okay, well, something's wrong, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the whole deal, and yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Um... He got rolled up on, yeah. Yeah, Josh Harris, I think, kind of. Really, Josh did it. Yeah. Well, he got. It, it's yeah. not like he did it, but no, I, he was well, tackled. It was yeah. tackled, and he like, yeah, um, <laughs> Josh did it. No, of course not. <laughs> he wouldn't intentionally hurt Mitch, but yeah, dude. There's some like that, like just that's one of the risks of playing with football, and like I'm blessed to not play a position that is that in crucial range or anything like that but just like every time you step on a field in or even a court or any uh, any sport really you're you're risking that injury you're risking that your life in some sense especially in football and so i'm glad he's gonna be okay we love you mitch if you're listening to this um a great guy man great guy man um have him on the podcast Speedy too recovery. actually yeah i listened to that one he's so, a big history guy huh yeah yeah so any, anyone listening to that uh big mitchell ulrich i had him on early First 20 episodes. Uh, great guy. I love that guy. He unfortunately got injured in um, our last game, and we're just going to wish him a speedy recovery. So everyone, if you want to leave it in the comments, uh, love for Big Mitch. Yep. That'd be Prayers awesome. Prayers up for Big Mitch. Prayers up for Big Mitch. Off that subject, because it's a little sad. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about your path to Pacific. Let's talk about your path to football. You're a big sports guy in general. You were playing how many sports? Three, four? Three. Actually, I didn't really start playing football, football until I was a junior in high school. So, what does that mean, football, football? Like tackle football. I never played tackle football. I wow. was just throwing it around with my dad. That's all I did. That's crazy. So I was I was baseball growing up, full baseball. Picked up basketball along middle school. Thought thought baseball and basketball were gonna be my thing. Junior high school comes around, and I just kind of a friend introduced me to it. A coach kind of recruited mm-hmm. me to it. Said, hey, come out after practice. Come out after school catch some balls and I, I started really liking it and that kind of took off even though I still feel like football is my third sport mm-hmm. so that's interesting you say that I started sophomore year kind of um so I played soccer my whole life I don't know if you knew this right um and I uh okay allergies um but yeah so I played soccer my whole life played on a club team um we were pretty good uh in Nevada Las Vegas premier um and so right as I went, I played for this, this like family friend who my sister played for. And so my sister, me, we both played soccer for our whole lives. And then my sister transitioned really to focus on volleyball in high school. Okay. She quit soccer um, at some point and started 
she's six foot, dude. Like, oh, okay. you know, there's know not that. really, yeah. she's playing soccer at six foot. Her sport's volleyball, you know, and right. she started balling out. She started getting really good and stuff. So she made that transition. Um, and so I go into high school and as I'm going into high school, our team kind of dissolves our club team. And so I get put on this other team. I go try out and I place and everything like that. And at this point, like I played like midfield and wing and everything in, in defense, but I was pretty good at defense. Like, um, like I was pretty solid. Like if you if you needed a defender, a wing who can go up. I don't know if you know anything about soccer, but wings kind of back like left backs, right backs. They kind of mm-hmm. go up and back and stuff like that. But um, so if you needed a good like fast guy who could um, help defend, you'd put him on the like in the back. Um, and so at this point, I'm like 135 pounds, and I go out and try out for my um, high school team, which is unfortunately one of the worst ever. Oh, and boy. I. I'm on, the, I'm on varsity as a freshman. I'm one, probably the best player on the team. Um, we didn't win a game. Mm-hmm. It was sorry. It was, it was sad. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, I'm getting really into basketball and volleyball. Right. Because um, I'm playing high school. You know, I'm just doing everything. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do um, with the club. And I think either freshman year or going into sophomore year, I was still thinking about playing soccer. But I was kind of shaky about it, and I quit soccer, uh, club soccer. I was just done with it. I didn't really want to do it anymore. And then for some reason, my friends, Zach Grismanowskis and Daniel, they just kept – they're like, dude, just come kick, bro. Like the JV team needs a kicker. You can play Yeah, were they football guys? Yeah. Okay. They're like, just come kick. Like, dude, we need a kicker. Like you can play a position. Like just come – Just come hang out with the team. Yeah, Yeah. like JV. Like just come play JV, you know. And I'm not – I'm like, I don't know. And some for some reason they convinced me to go out to tryouts yeah. or to like you know football is not really tryouts in high school it's like you go and you like they like see your skill set and then they place you on a team kind of so okay. I go out there and I'm doing like the routes and stuff and yeah. the coach goes anybody think they can be a kicker mm-hmm. and I was like uh, yeah here's your time yeah. um and so I go with um these other these other few f- like young guys and the varsity guy who's now my close friend Montana Gomez. Um, I think that's his last name. I hope if that's his last name because if it's not, I'm an idiot. Uh, and then Nolan Cohorst, who's my coach, and so we go out there, and um, we kick field goals, and I'm like hitting pretty good. Like I hit from 35 and everything, and they're like, okay, you're gonna be the guy for JV and everything like that. And rest is really history. I got moved up uh, halfway through the season. Played, play, played a game. Um, they were blowing him out, so I got to play, and then I got, and then I just played. Uh, I didn't really play, but I was on varsity, and I was like the backup kicker yeah. kind of guy. And then junior senior year, that's when I really played. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I didn't like football changed my life. You know, that's crazy that you kind of had the same like your friends got you to go, or like you were like recruited by other friends. That's that's the same for me. Yeah, like, I it, I wasn't planning on it. If you yeah. would have told me, all right, you're gonna you're gonna start on football senior year, I'd be like. I'm not. I'm. I'm thinking baseball. Mm-hmm. Well, that's crazy too because you actually play like a, a position, bro. Like, I mean, not to say that I don't play a position that's important or anything, but I play a position that like you need another sports background. Like, you don't really have a kicker, maybe some punters, but mm-hmm. you don't really have a kicker in in football who was not didn't have any soccer background, probably none at all. No. Um. But you play a position that's like really important, and you're very good at it too. Like, you have very good hands, routes, you know, everything like that. So. The fact that you could make that transition so fast is is, is insane. Mm-hmm. What I will say though is, why did you choose f- 
football to we kind of got into this at ties a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. but why did you choose football in college like why didn't you go baseball or basketball route? i'm glad you did but why did you that's still a question i don't know and i'm okay with that i'm okay with like not knowing that answer because i love where i am you know i football the feeling on game days can't you can't really beat that in the other sports so yeah i so i haven't played in years bro like i haven't really played a full game of football since my senior year of high school Uh, i played a little bit freshman year um got to hit that 40 yeah um that was fun um and i kicked off and stuff in that game but i haven't played like been the guy in a football game really since high school and you know i was starting to forget what that feeling was you know it's crazy um the before like you're just hyper focused you know and then after it's like this bliss that you can't explain like just the like the the after win football feeling, mm-hmm. there's nothing like it. I was sitting on the bus, riding home. I actually tweeted this. I was sitting on the bus in the back, riding home, just like rem, like like feeling like nostalgic, but also like in the moment. Like yeah. Yeah, I I remembered why I loved it. I remembered why people can't get rid of it. You know, I, I remember why people can't leave the sport. You know, I remembered why like. Even though like people get injured and injured and injured, they can't give it up because the feeling of football, and to an extent basketball a little bit, yep. but the feeling of football just winning and playing and striving and doing something that's so hard and being finally getting it, you know, it's, it's untouchable. Yeah, and you could see it in the players' eyes, honestly. Like after after the game Friday night, you could see that they haven't had this for over a year, and you can see it in the excitement and the pictures and. The yelling and the dancing, like all that, you could kind of see, like, wow, these boys like miss this. Like, this is a different feeling. Yeah, that's a year ago today. There was no sports being played. I always sing about that. A year ago today, and I will say this: I like trashed on coronavirus, but actually, I flourished during the pandemic. And I had, you know, the being um, being uh, quarantined, you know, with my family was one of the best experiences of my life. You know, I got to spend quality time with. The people I love most in my life, yeah. and and that's probably never gonna happen again. We might just, not get that again. Yeah. we're at the point where it's like, and and on. so I'm forever grateful for that. But you know, be just take that that take away of like just like the fact that something can happen and then everything can just change. You know, I think everyone can learn from that because maybe it's not a pandemic, but maybe it's an injury, maybe it's a financial crisis, yeah. maybe it's a loved one dying. You know, there's always something that will happen to you in life, a tragedy of life that can just be ripped away so every moment is important and like especially with sports like since we have this opportunity to do something you know Falk gets it right you know when he says like we have an opportunity to do something great and yeah. when you love something you know don't explain it and it's we 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 um we do have some an opportunity to do something great you know and and you don't want like, to take it for granted you know you don't oh, lock that door just in case i don't know who's People don't know what we're doing, you know? So, Sorry about that for the listeners. Um, If you guys are listening, uh, someone just pulled up to the house, so I didn't want them to just barge in. Um, But yeah, let's get back to you, back to your thing. Um, Do you ever miss baseball and basketball? Absolutely. Absolutely. Every day? All the time, yeah. All the time. You're pretty filthy, Ed. I've never seen you play baseball. Um, I'm not really a good baseball judge. I played for a very small amount of time, Mm -hmm. but... Wasn't that good? Uh, but uh, basketball, I played basketball, and you're 
pretty darn good at basketball. Yeah. Um, do you think you could have gone Division One for either one of those sports? No. You don't think so? Uh, maybe if I would have subtracted a sport and practiced more. So like when you're playing, I get that baseball, yeah. basketball, and football. You don't really have a time for AAU. You don't really have a time for yeah like extra like recruiting outside of that. So for me, it was like last game of football, boom. First game of basketball, last game of basketball, boom. First game of baseball. So it was like, and then during the summer, it's like football all summer long or basketball at nights and mm-hmm. baseball in the afternoons. It was it was crazy. Like I I would get to school at six a.m. and leave sometimes at nine p.m. because yeah, football in the morning, baseball fourth period basketball practice at night stuff like that so like maybe if i would have said hey all right i got i got something good going with baseball let's let's flush football for a minute or let's flush basketball let's really go go to some tournaments go go get some looks you know email some coaches like stuff like that but that's not that's not where my head was at so i think community college or nai or something like that was what i was looking at for baseball or basketball i one of my biggest regrets, like, I mean, it's not like a full regret, but it's like I gave up on basketball way too soon. You know, mm-hmm. I was not that I didn't play a lot, but like I, I definitely didn't start or anything like that on any of the teams I played on except for like a couple games. You know, I was always like a role player, you know, and so I hated that. And I, I was like, I just want to play, dude. I'm like, I hate like one of the worst feelings in the world is just sitting on the bench in any sport. Yeah. You know, it's it sucks. Um and like I just gave up on ba- base basketball. Um just to focus on first it was to focus on football and volleyball and then eventually I gave up on volleyball just to focus on football my senior year. Um and I'm I'm a little sad because my coach even told like Dion and everyone they're like if there's a spot for Colin on the team if he wants to play, you know. Um and so that's like one of the things I regret, but you know, so when you when you um, kind of removed basketball from the equation, did you find yourself having more time for other things, or was that time like not necessarily as valuable as that time would have been if you were on the basketball court? It's it's uh, I used it for football. I used I okay. practiced kicking all the time. Right. I loved it so much. I would always go to the park and just kick and everything right. like that. Um, but I. I also did dumb things. I'm a kid, you know, I messed around with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I like, I could have used that time for basketball, but I didn't and I'm fine. I'm glad I got to where I am. I probably wouldn't have been here if I didn't. Yeah. Um, I fresh, so I didn't think about playing college sports until I was playing college sports. Really? I know you thought uh, about I that. I didn't really either. Um, yeah. like everyone, all my friends were signing and everything and I'm like still going to camps and stuff and I'm, then I started talking to the school, Colorado Mesa. So I don't know if I ever told you this story. I've told it on the podcast, I think, but it doesn't matter. Um, so I was talking to this school, Colorado Mesa. And, like, I was for sure wanting, like, I was going to go there. Like, they had my major or what I wanted to do. They had a great program in it. My friends were going there. Two of my friends were going there. One to play football, one not. That's big, yeah. Um, and Dion was going to go there and everything. And I was ready. And I was ready. Mm-hmm. And then they just really stopped talking to me, like out of nowhere. And I was like, that's weird. And so I contacted the coach who I was like talking to. And he basically wrote me this whole long thing. But like, we love you as a person. You're a great football player, but we're going to go with the Juco guy. Okay. Uh, we're trying to win now. You know? Wow. And they basically just pulled their offer. Wow. And I was just like, 
they hit me and I was just like, well, you know, that might be it, you know? And then I went on another visit to Western University in that same division. I was really like in that division, the All-Mac, um, because at the time the kicker before me played at Adam State. Gotcha. Um, and then Coach May contacted me. Mm-hmm. And Coach uh, Schweiger, but he's not here anymore. I don't know if that's his name. But, uh, and I got, I came up on a visit. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go there. I want to play, keep playing football, and that's going to be it. So, so I wound up here, but I didn't even think about it until I was here. Mm-hmm. Really. What about Dion then, too? Dion was going to go to Colorado Mesa. He was like set. <laughs> and then he applied here. And he got a good amount of money, so he decided to come here. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, Is that because you came here too? Or I think that's a main, bit? big yeah. reason. Um, a lot of it's a, the comfortability of being yeah. here and everything. Um, but he also got a good amount of money. Like this school is pretty well uh, good for, um, not to say like minorities, but like mm-hmm. with uh, people underprivileged kids who have like are smart and have good grades. So that's good and everything. Um, but yeah, that's how I wound up here. It's I'm. I wouldn't trade it for the world, though. Like you said, like I think I'm in the right place at the right time. Yeah, it all worked out, I guess. That's I how always go sometimes. Yeah, I was just telling my girlfriend yesterday. I think every stage of your life is just another stage for you to grow and become who you're meant to be. And so, like I was, like I'm glad I'm here because college football and college has been one of the hardest things I've ever done in my entire life, especially this school and this program. Mm-hmm. But. I'm a better person than I was not only yesterday, but four years ago. So yeah. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I, I, I hope you feel the same. Yeah, absolutely. But back on you, because you're the guest. Um, did you have anything that you were interested in in high school besides sports? No. You were, no, bro. You were all sports? I was not a school guy. I was not a school guy. I would show up to class, do my homework, Get get good grades, but man, sports was it for me. Like I couldn't wait to get out of class to go lift weights, go practice, go do whatever. So, like I didn't I didn't have my eyes set on a major. I didn't have my eyes set on a career. I was just trying to enjoy the moment and enjoy the games and cherish cherish everything about the process. Kind of. You have a very healthy mindset. Um, a lot of people are negative about everything, um, let alone um, sports in general. Um, do you think you're ever going to coach? Yeah, I, I love to coach baseball. Yeah? Yeah. I was, I, yeah. I think you'd be a good coach in any of those three. But baseball, that's like the one you're... Yeah, I think baseball, I, I know the most. Just, just like IQ and mm. I don't know, something about it. Although I have I have done some like PE stuff where there was a program I did in high school called Rec Admin. That was really neat. And it was high school juniors and seniors would go to elementary schools and basically teach and coach PE lessons to the kids and they're like I had a kindergarten class, I had third grade class, fifth grade class and you just go in and you teach these kids everything from jumping jacks to dodgeball to pickleball, like all kinds of fun stuff and mm-hmm. that's kind of where I I found like okay, might want to go into education, might want to become PE teacher, might want to become an elementary school teacher. And so I think that was the best class that I took in high school. And it was really a class where I would play with kids and play sports. So, do you think, uh, like, you're gonna like? Do you want to teach? Um, like, if you taught, you'd do PE. You think? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Audible, uh, Kyle. <laughs> nods um, head. Yeah, nods head. Um, 
do you think like what age that was the question I was looking for like what age do you think you want to teach kids like what age you want to coach probably probably little league honestly yeah or or you know I don't I don't see myself becoming a college coach just because there there's other hurdles and I don't know college kids can be kind of kind of they're in between full people and not people at all yeah 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 I you have to be a different type of person to want to coach adults. Yeah. You know? You really do. Um, because, like, if you really think about, like, NFL coaches, like, they're coaching adult, like, real grown men. Yes. Like, grown men who, like, have financial issues. Yes. Um, like, and most of them, if they're good, don't have financial issues. But, like, the guys that are just trying to make it, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what it's like. To have someone who's just like trying to get along and then cut them from the roster. Yeah. Oh man. Those hard knocks episodes where they're just yeah. like, "All right, pack your bags," and you're just like, "You're telling that to a dude that size yeah. with that problems." Like. Yeah, you, it really puts things in perspective. Like, problem humans are very adaptable, you know. Um, and even if you're the richest person in the world, you're still gonna have problems. You know, the big five. You know, if you don't have three of them in order, you're not gonna have a happy life. Um, family friends relationship job hobby those are the five i'm pretty sure if you don't have three of those you're probably not in the greatest space um i hope no one can hear that can you hear that they're just they're just talking people are talking outside um but hold on i actually might shut the Nah, I think we're fine. Um, sorry for everyone uh, listening. There's people talking outside, and I don't want you guys to hear that. Um, but yeah, you think Little League? Yeah, I think bro. you'd be a really good uh, like coach of the little people. You think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You have a like the energy for kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. I feel like if you're like a like we were talking about, if you're like an adult coach or like a young adult coach, you got to have some ruggedness to you. You got to be like. Not that you're not tough yeah. or rugged or anything like that, but you're like a, a really big positive. You could really help kids like learn how to take losses and yeah. how to like you have not beat up each other. That. Yeah, yeah. You definitely gotta have some patience. Remember our education class? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shout out Nick Bauer. <laughs> Nick Bauer. Good times in that class. That's One of sure. my favorite experiences. Sorry, Nick. Is when. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Nick. Um, he got the ninety-seven. Yeah. And I didn't even know I had a hundred and I was like, Oh, I got a hundred and he was like, No, you did not and I flipped it over yeah. and it was actually a hundred. He, he worked was, so hard. He was I worked pretty hard. Okay. Yeah. I mean I I tried my best. But the fact that I got a hundred was that's my best grade in college ever. Yeah. Um Nick wants to teach too, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He wants to be like he, a history guy or something. He'd be a good teacher. Oh, absolutely. Um shout out Nick Bauer. There it is. I uh, love that guy. Um there's a lot of people on our team that we got some characters on our team for sure. Absolutely. I'm I'm sad we haven't got to really meet the freshmen. Yeah. Because um, I'm sure there are some oh, guys that you'd have some stories already. Oh my lord, dude. There's there's always. So this is what I'm going to tell you guys, the listeners. I feel like any any university, any program, but just D three in general, you get some characters, dude. Like we really played on the same team as Tyler Licky. Like really think about that. For yeah. A second. Yeah. You know. There were people like Tyler Licky and Bobby were on the same team. Yeah, that that's not okay. But it, also, it's awesome. But it's awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we got some guys here that could probably play out at a lower Division One, definitely Division Two, and then we got some guys who maybe shouldn't play football at all. Um, 
but they're trying, you know, and they're getting yep. better. There's some credit. guys that I've seen at this school who probably didn't have the skills to play and then worked their ass off to play. To get there, yeah. Which is phenomenal, you know. And then there's some guys who get just injuries, you know. I, mm. I'm one of them, you know. I, my body does not play nice with me. I broke my foot playing basketball. Yeah, I've never had an injury playing football. Really? Yeah. Knock on that table. Yeah, right yeah. There. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> freshman year, not freshman year. Um, senior year of high school might have been junior year. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this online. Whatever. Um, I got ran over on a kickoff, and dude, he stepped on my nuts, dude, and my nuts swelled up. Oh my god! Like a grapefruit, dude. I couldn't practice for like three, four days. Oh boy. I've been smacked a good amount of times. My first ever kickoff in um no okay, that's not that's not true. My first kickoff in my junior year. Mm-hmm. I kicked it off and it was like it wasn't a horrible kickoff. I totaled a little bit, it went to like the seven, I think. Um that's pretty good. and he ran it back on me and I'm like trying my best. And I'm like hundred and forty five pounds junior year, maybe yeah. hundred and fifty, and I'm running as hard as I can to get this guy on the sideline and this other guy just runs straight at me and just blows me out out of bounds, bro. Yeah. The whole game my my I didn't really feel it until after my hip, dude. Yeah. And my tailbone. You got no meat right there, bro. Yeah, and my tailbone and then yeah, you I, and me both. the entire ride home because we played in Taylorsville, Utah, and it's probably like three hours. Ooh. Um, I had a ride like sideways because I couldn't sit down because my ass hurt. Ouch. Yeah. yeah. You ever been hit? What's the worst hit you've ever like taken in football? Dude. Worst hit I've taken in football? It might have yeah. been last year just because there, there's a story with it. So I catch a five-yard in at George Fox. Uh, Kenyon throws a little bit high, jump up to get it, start stumbling, pick up another three yards, and the safety comes in for George Fox and does targeting. Hits me right in the helmet, and I just go from running, boom, straight to the ground. And I hop back up, and I'm like, oh, okay, that hurt, that hurt. I got rocked. I'm like, I think I'll be all right. I think I'll be all right. And then all of a sudden, the face mask on my helmet just goes, boop, all the way down to the bottom of my face. The helmet at the top where it's connected to the face mask completely ripped because I got hit so hard. So I have to go to the sideline, and I'm like, I want to get back in. And they're trying to get this whole – they've never seen that before, like a face mask ripped off the helmet. And all of a sudden, I start, like, feeling a little loopy on the sideline. I'm like, wow, I actually probably got hit pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, looking for a helmet, and I'm trying to figure things out. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, AJ, my roommate, hands me a helmet. I'm, like, going back in there, and I'm like, oh, crap, okay. <laughs> no, I got hit hard. So I felt the aftermath of that. Had a ton of soreness. Neck felt like it was – I don't even know – Neck, neck felt broken. That's insane. Yeah, dude, I see some hits. Like even that hit Kenyon took in that last game where he jumped up and just got smacked, dude. I'm yeah, just like, I would not like to be hit like that. Yeah. Um, but that's crazy that your face. Mask, I don't remember. I do remember like the helmet situation on the sideline, but I don't remember like the face mask yeah. falling off. Yeah. That's insane. It was wild. What's the biggest hit you've ever seen in a game? Biggest hit I've ever seen. Um. I don't even know who it was, but I think it was on my freshman year on like a kickoff or a punt return or something. And somebody, I think it was on a, a punt. And I'm shoot, it might have been Roy, it might have been Alika, it might have been Chase, it might have been somebody. But I just remember hearing it from the sideline, just looking over and seeing somebody just go boom. What's the nastiest injury you've ever seen? Ooh. Uh, I'm not going to go one way that I could go, but the nastiest injury I've seen, 
What's the way you could go? The Friday night game. Oh, really? You saw that? Yeah, bro. Oh. Like, literally, it looked like someone's fist was, like, popping out of their leg. Oh, I forgot you are on the field. Um, yeah, Hayden's I was, was right pretty gnarly. Hayden's was gnarly because you could see it develop. So, so I'll go with Hayden's just because that's my friend. And yeah. seeing him get bent backwards like that and his knee get caught under. And he was trying to fight off a tackle, too. He's trying to get more yardage and then mm-hmm. just the whole leg gets caught up on you. I thought I saw a kid die one time um, in high school. He got hit and he was on the floor, like didn't move at all. Like he couldn't move. He was out. Um, yeah. And they brought the stretcher out and they didn't. He didn't move at all. Oh my I think gosh. he's fine. I think he just had a really gnarly, um, um, like concussion, mm-hmm. and they just didn't want him to move because of his neck. But the gnarliest one I've ever seen, um, my f- junior year of high school, we had this. I don't know if he played safety or linebacker. I think he played safety. Mm-hmm. He was a big dude, and the quarterback of uh, one of our rivals, Green Valley. He ran a lot, like he was in, like he was a mobile quarterback, and he ran up the middle, and they met each other, and Xavier hit him hard, harder than I've ever seen, and this guy, like he stayed up, and the quarterback fell down, really? and so what had happened was, and and Xavier was like, he like tried to stay in, but he was like, couldn't move his arm, and he ran out, and so Xavier broke his collarbone on that hit, Hitch. and he broke, yeah, and he broke the quarterback's back, so on what? the play, a collarbone broke, and, and, a back. and a back, like, he, and a spine, oh my gosh, and, and like, it was crazy, because he was just standing there, his arm was just dangling, yeah, football has some, football, or basketball has those nasty knee injuries, basketball has the Kevin Wares, and the yeah. Paul George's, but football has some, some, uh, what's his name, quarterback, Joe Dak Prescott, yeah. yeah, they got some, that reminds me of Josh hitting that one guy. Do you remember the when Josh stepped up in protection and knocked the guy out cold? Oh, and he just yeah. fell over like a domino. That might have been the, one of the hardest hits, too. And that wasn't even a tackle. or That was literally a running back blocking a defensive lineman and just knocking him out cold, falls over, hands wide like a domino, bro. It was crazy. Did you watch the fights last night? Yes. Dude, that yeah. knockout was crazy. Yeah. His leg Dude, went back. This year, there have just been some great fights. I mean, some great cards. And AJ's got me totally into that. AJ's got ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. AJ's got it on all day. He watched all the prelims. He watches everything. So. Bro, there's been some great fights. And I'm looking forward to... Because now Francis Ngannou mm-hmm. is going to fight John Jones. Yes. That's scary because Francis Ngannou is huge. But so is John Jones. But John Jones is probably the greatest fighter of all time. Right. Um, maybe, I really enjoyed the Adesanya one a couple weeks back. Yeah. Uh, we were rooting for him because he went up a division, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who do you fight? Um, he oh, fought the, the big the Russian Polish. guy. Oh, I, or, I know who you're talking about. Um, Blakovich? Yeah, Blakovich or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he is Polish. I don't know. doesn't matter. Um, yeah, dude, there's... Whoo! Um, that is a sport where injuries is just you're gonna. I would love to get into that sport. Really? I would love. You to would get love into to get into sport. MMA? Yeah, bro, dude. I actually got some gloves. I work in the garage now. Mm-hmm. I think it would help with football too, and that's just a sport I would love to do. Really? Dude. Um, that's crazy too, because you're like a really nice guy. You wouldn't think of you as like a fighter, but like no. fighting isn't. You don't have to be like evil to fight. There's a lot of good guys that fight. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but I, like you think I'm a nice guy, but I feel like I also have the intensity of like. Well, it's a sport, you know. Yeah. I don't think it. I'm not saying that when you you associate like 
mean like tough guys like bad guys with fighting you know yeah, but like yeah. it's a sport you know yeah. i would love to get into mma just because it makes you like more mentally tough because like Absolutely. just getting the shit kicked out of you or like kicking the shit out of someone is like that's a little bit better than winning a sport you Dude, know there's got to be no other feeling like knocking someone out <sighs> i can't even imagine what i've been like countless fights but i've never knocked anyone out and i've never yeah. been knocked out but yeah. i've seen some kids like teeth get knocked out and things like that yeah. so i can't imagine what it's like to just like hit someone perfectly because it's like you know it's still like the like you know it. like do a sean o'malley hit him and just walk away because you know they're done yeah <sighs> bro i there's been some crazy if you look up best knockouts on um on youtube there's got to be like so much of just like how long has ufc been like popular probably like 10 12 years i was gonna say a little more in 2009 probably um maybe it was like before that but i think that's like when it like the ufc became like popular and then but boxing forever dude that guy in 1980 something died in the ring that's why they changed it from 16 to 12 rounds mm -hmm. it's like that's that, a whole nother type of conditioning too right there you your gotta be the shape that you your body has to be in you gotta be in such perfect cardio shape and such perfect shape where you can just take hits to the face right. you gotta have a chin but you also gotta be able to stand up on the when the twelfth round comes around. Um, what was the fight where that guy was like beating him up? Oh, the the right the fight right before um Ngannou or Ngannou Tyron Woodley. Dude, I yeah. thought he was gonna win, and then he started getting Woodley's a big boy. And then he started getting. You can just see it in their legs when they someone gets like rocked. Mm -hmm. They just like can't stand up and stuff. You know what's interesting too is the leg kicks nowadays. Like you're being able to see like all right if they like initiate the leg kicks early you can see them start to like favor that knee or favor that that shin later on mm -hmm. and it could be the difference i think in the mcgregor and uh poirier mm -hmm. like poirier got mcgregor's legs early on and i think that's kind of what i don't know allowed him to be so aggressive the way he was do you ever think you'd be a sports commentator Dude, I would love to be. Oh, my gosh. I feel like you have the mind for it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Football, baseball, basketball, give me any of those. I bro. mean, you just, like, talked about UFC right there, and it sounded pretty... pretty. Uh, yeah, and you probably didn't even know I was, like... No, I didn't. I didn't I watched, no like, every Kings game, bro. I feel like I can announce the Kings, like... Crazy. Oh, you probably could, yeah. yeah. Oh, also, so I know you guys, fans, understand that I'm a huge Minnesota Vikings fan. So is Kyle. Yep. So that's one thing we talk about a lot. Um, see my Adrian Peterson card. Oh, oh yeah. actually, hold on real quick. I got an AP jersey. I do too. Oh, yep, there it is. Yeah, see, you've seen my big thing on my wall. Yeah, the, dude, I love that thing. The tapestry or whatever, the big yeah. Vikings helmet. Yeah, right above my bed, it's sick. Oh, I think behind you actually, there's a little Vikings helmet in like down on the in the bottom. Oh, right here. Yeah. Little speed flex. Like my entire um, my entire house is just full with Viking stuff. My door is a Viking door because Same. my we just buy my dad Viking stuff yes. every year for Christmas. Yeah. That's all we buy him really. Is just yeah, Viking we got the stuff. classic one on the garage saying like Vikings locker room here or whatever. That's dope. Yeah, thank you for a new gift idea. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, it's cool to meet more Vikings fans, dude. Like you, it's really hard, especially on the West Coast, to know anybody who's a Vikings fan. Yeah. And you meet so many goddamn Packers fans. Oh, yeah. I hate, I the Packers. hate it, dude. Yeah. 
and they're just Cam Rogers is just a little something. little biatch. Yeah, too. bro. When Anthony Barr hit him and he's complaining, yeah, about his little concussion or whatever. I don't know, bro. Broken collarbone, whatever he had. Vikings always have great people too on the team. Like, Absolutely, we don't really have any dickheads. Like Stephon Diggs was a little bit of a dickhead, a little bit of a diva. Yeah, but I mean, we got him out of there. Mm-hmm. But Justin Jefferson's awesome. Great trade, absolutely Adam great trade. Adam Thielen, yeah. Kyle Rudolph. Yep. Even though he's on the Giants now, I'm gonna root for the Giants a little bit next year. Yeah, I we like got Kyle. Kenny Galladay. Mm-hmm. I just feel bad for the Lions, man. I don't hate the Lions. I, I don't feel... hate the Lions either. I actually liked Stafford too. Yeah, that dude would ball out and get no, yeah. no love. I hate the Bears and I hate the Packers. Yeah. Um, but I don't hate the Lions. I just feel bad for them. Yeah. They're like the one team that just. Is worse to like than the Vikings in that. <laughs> like, yeah. Like being a Vikings fan, you just get your heart broken. But being a Lions fan, your heart doesn't even get a flutter. Yeah. Sorry, Detroit. I mean, the it's Minneapolis not... miracle though. A couple years ago, dude, I was on cloud nine that night. My dad. I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast. But my dad, we're all standing in front of the TV, right? Yeah. And. We're we're thinking we're about to lose. My dad says, "My dad says this is why I hate being a Vikings fan. This always happens yeah. to us." And as he's saying that, the play yeah. happens, and we're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah. And Stephon Diggs couldn't believe it. No one could believe no it. No one could believe it. You know how bad that Saints safety safety must oh have felt. Gosh, did he get fired after that? I don't know. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it is cool to see how more Vikings fans. If you could play for one team. That's not the Vikings or the Kings. Basketball, football, baseball. I don't know what your favorite baseball team mm. is. But if it's not your favorite baseball, like what is your favorite baseball team? A's. That A's. All right. If you couldn't play for the A's, Vikings, or Kings, what would they? Who would you play for? Hmm. Right now, San Diego Chargers. I'm a I'm a Chargers fan a little bit. Los Angeles. I I grew up watching Ladainian Tomlinson. Yeah. Antonio Gates, but um, Justin Herbert's exciting. He's really exciting. That's your like second favorite team. Yeah, that's that's my second favorite team. What about basketball and baseball? Dude, basketball? I don't want to play for nobody, bro. There are all these super teams now, and everybody's either a Lakers fan or a Warriors fan, and I hate that. So, um, Anybody about the Kings, who would you play for? Um, Nick ain't going to be happy, but I'll say the Nets. <laughs> I'll say the Nets because they're going to win a ship soon. So. Probably. And then baseball. Baseball, I, I take um, – I take either the Cardinals or the Giants. I feel yeah. like good programs. I like Yadier Molina. He's like one of my favorite ballers, and he's the catcher for the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know him, but he might be the greatest catcher ever. So, And they've always had good coaching, good success. So I'll say – actually, you know what? Who's exciting is the Padres. They're on the come up too. Padres have that young kid, Tatis. He's like 22, and he's taking the league by storm. And they got a deep pitching rotation, so – uh, my friend plays for the um, Diamondbacks. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so that's cool. He went to my high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really a big baseball fan. Um, so I'll go football, basketball, hockey, and I won't go Golden Knights, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, I won't go. I don't really have a favorite ba- basketball team. Mm-hmm. Um, just, are you a, are you a player kind of guy, or are you like? I just, just like a- ba- baseball. I mean, I like LeBron. I think LeBron's the greatest, but I'm not like a Le- like I used to be like LeBron like Stan. Yeah, and I want to see him be the become the greatest, but yeah. I'm not as big as Ty or Nick um, yeah. anymore, at least. And then or Noah. Um, so I just won't say the Lakers. I guess. Yeah. Um, I w- I wouldn't really really want to play for the Lakers. Yeah. Um, and I won't go Vikings. So if I had to go. You know what? I'd say Raiders right now just because it'd be cool to play for my hometown. Yeah. 
Um, That's exciting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't really like the Raiders, but mm-hmm. I'm they're growing on me. Mm-hmm. Um, Isn't Matt a Raiders guy? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's cool seeing it's like, like the Golden Knights are our team, and Oakland's still kind of Oakland. You know, I don't really feel like they're Vegas's, but it's cool seeing like if we get a basketball team, that's gonna be my team. Yeah, absolutely. But like, I'm they're the Raiders are growing on me. Yeah. So I probably play for the Raiders. Um, basketball team. I'll say either Miami, just because like I used to grow up liking Miami, yeah. and I think it'd be dope to live in Miami. Yeah. Or, damn, if Seattle had a team still, mm-hmm. that'd be dope. But the they Supersonics, don't. Yeah. Um, I'd either play for my, I'd, I'd say Miami. If I could mm-hmm. play for another team, I'd play for Miami. And then hockey. Who would I play for in hockey? Besides the Golden Knights. You go Blackhawks route. You could go Pirates. Uh, Penguins. I meant not Pirates. Pirates is baseball. I was thinking baseball. The Penguins. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah. Um. No, I think I'd go we'll for the Ducks, the bro. Ducks. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool to play. Play for the Ducks. They Anaheim. Yeah, yeah, I think they are Anaheim. Is it Anaheim? It's got to be Anaheim. I don't know. It's somewhere in Cali. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that'd be dope to play for the Ducks. Um, comment down below where you would play for anybody. Here we go, um, Andre Drummond to the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that, dude? dude all right, let's super, talk about the Nets, bro. The super teams, bro. I just hate the Nets because like they're clearly doing it to beat the Lakers. Yeah. And like the Lakers really just have two really good guys. It's not like they have AD. like. It's not like they the, have Chris Paul and. It's not like they have James Harden, Kevin Durant. Yeah. There's the starting five now is Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin, and Lamarcus Aldridge. And coming off the bench, they still have DeAndre Jordan. Jeff they Green. have they have Jeff Green. They have uh, Joe Harris. The white boy, Joe Harris. Yeah, I think I'm missing people. Mm-hmm. It's insane. I hate it, dude. I I want to go back to the days where like the super teams was like Boston. I like like duos too. I yeah. like I like a little Dame CJ McCollum like. I like them. I like Portland a lot. Um, I, Portland's kind of becoming my favorite team. Yeah. Just because they're like, Dame's a really good guy. He's really good. He's really like, he's Kobe mindset kind of guy. Yeah. Um, I like like role playing teams too, bro. I don't think we're ever going to see the, the San Spurs Antonio again? Spurs ever again. Like, no. even though they're making playoffs this year as of right now, but I don't think we're going to see those teams like win championships Mm-mm. because they don't have three stars. They don't have. I think one day it's gonna be Zion, Zion with with somebody, somebody with, crazy, somebody with, with like Lamelo, Trey Young, yeah. Young, dude. It's gonna be, yeah. I, you know. Yeah, so I actually played against Lamelo. Okay, let's yeah. go now. Chino Hills, throwback to high school basketball. Are you gonna tell the story? Uh, yeah, I guess so. So junior year, Wood Creek basketball, we were we went like thirty and two or something like that that year and. We play Chino Hills in the third round of a tournament in Palm Springs, California. And we actually played against Leangelo, the, the middle brother, yeah. and Lamelo, the younger one. I actually guarded the bigger one a little bit. You guarded Leangelo? Yeah. That's he, crazy. But but Lamelo was the better one that night. He, he had like 30 points on us. I mean, us. I we, think he's the better one in we, general. Yeah. We lost yeah. by uh, seven points or something, bro. It was, it was a heck of a game. My team was great. We ended up losing in the state championship to... 
Bishop Montgomery, and their best player is the best player on Oregon State right now, Ethan Thompson. Really? Yeah. Well, Oregon State just made Elite Eight. No, no, I'm saying that was him. Yeah. It's crazy. You guys played against who? Who else did you play uh, against? Cassius, the guy in the dunk contest. Cassius yeah. Stanley you played against him. Played against him. Um, That's insane. Played against some crazy players. We were one game away from playing Shaq's son in high school. I don't know. Were you that know. dog? Were they like I played against Kyle Kern? No, no, dude, that was not me. They, they, I was barely on the scouting report, bro. But I got in, got some action, got some rebounds, passed it to the better players. Obviously, I played with some really good players. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the wide receivers for Coach Wade now at SUU is really? uh, Frank Harris. I played with him, and he has he was the number one high jumper in the nation. Um, and he, I played football with him. He is he he like I think he's number I think he has the number one I think he has the record for indoor long jump I mean high jump right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably either gonna go to the Olympics or the league. He's just like one of the most athletic people I've ever met in my entire life. That's sick. Um, so that was cool to play with him. Mm-hmm. I haven't really played with, I played against anybody crazy. I played against the Boise State punter. He's a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I played with, actually, let's talk about this. You know that big um, tight end for Georgia now, Darnell Washington? Yeah. I played with him. He was, he went to my high school. Oh, no way. Um, so okay. when he was a freshman, I was a junior. Mm-hmm. And so he was on our team. And then he... Going into his sophomore year, going into my senior year, him and the coaching staff kind of got into it, and he transferred to really? Desert Pines. Yeah, but I played with him mm-hmm. and his brother. That's crazy. The kids just transfer left and right these days, bro. Yeah, I, I didn't really know you could do that. Oh, I also played with um, some baseball players, obviously. There's yeah, a, yeah. There's a bunch of baseball uh, players. Well, Bryce Harper's. Yeah, he went to Las Vegas High School. Las Vegas High School, And CSN. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I That's know, like, my, my – um, High schools, their ba- our baseball team is was like number one in the nation. Yeah, I remember we've talked about that. That's yeah. sick. Um, so much of my friends played there, and they're probably going to the league. But uh, enough about that. What are you looking forward to, like later in life? What do you want to get into? That's not necessarily sports and teaching. Anything you're looking forward kind to? Kind of, kind of weightlifting. Weightlifting? Yeah, I would love to get my certification or just continue to get stronger i mean i I like to lift a lot and i i've gained a lot of weight and yeah you have yeah you have yeah yeah i actually so i came in at like 170 175 and now i'm like 215 that's awesome after about two years so i came in pretty skinny too i was thinking i was like 160s and then i gained a lot of weight and coming in this um this semester i was 210 Mm -hmm. um i was i mean a little fat but i had Gaining a lot of muscle, and then now I'm back down to like 180, 187-ish. Yeah. Um, but I want to get back up to like full muscle at 190. I think yeah. that's a good look. Um, it's just hard during football season, man. Absolutely. But yeah, so weightlifting? What do you want to do, like bodybuilding, or you want to be like a coach or something? Probably coach. Yeah? Probably coach, but also just just keep working, keep keep lifting heavy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just find that super interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like... Me and Nick, we both lived together, and we've gotten a lot stronger in the last two years. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to keep that going. What's it like being doubled for an entire game? It is what it is, you know. the The way that George Fox was playing their defense was just we're we're just gonna run it down their throat. That's our plan. But do- getting doubled sucks, kind of, because whether I run an out route or an in route or a stop route, 
whatever I was doing, it seemed like we were always looking the other way. But mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like I don't know, maybe maybe a little bit exciting at the same point because like I'll know I'll get my chances if if it's one on one. Like I'll know I'll later if we play other teams and they decide to just play man or play cover four without help. Mm-hmm. Like that'll that'll be my time. Well, now that they know that Isaiah is pretty decent and our running game is insane, like going into next year, people are gonna have a hard time. Yeah, understanding It'll be interesting our to see what defenses do. Um, because you we got two six six guys playing wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got Ty, who's mm-hmm. really good. And then our running game is insane. We have two, Better if not three, yeah. very good running backs, and our O line is all veterans. Yep. Um, and then our defense. We still got Adam coming back. We got Goo. We got Tui coming Dude, back. Do you hear Chase? No. Chase didn't have one practice with full pads and then goes out there Friday night, first time putting on full pads and balled out. Like, yeah. All over the field, flying all over the place, getting tackles, getting TFLs. It's just that dog like, in him. Dude, he didn't even practice much. Like, we, we just got over COVID as a house, bro. Dude, I forgot about that. What was that like, dude? Dude, it was crazy. Let's like, talk about your experience with okay, COVID. I'm, I'm amazed that no one else on the team got it. So so we batch test on Mondays. Yep. And apparently Wednesday comes around and Nick gets a message saying, hey, someone in your batch test tested positive. So when your batch test is positive, you don't know who it is yet. So you have to go back and retest. So, so that whole batch so had to go back. we batch test on Monday practice around everyone on tuesday mm-hmm. and throw the ball around do whatever full regular practice tuesday find out wednesday someone's positive nick goes back in gets a text 30 minutes later from a rapid test saying you have covid so nick's got it i don't have it none of my roommates have it and we're like oh crap nick just nick just opened the can of worms like yeah. nick is the guy that got the it pl- like sorry yeah. nick yeah but like you're the dude that we all didn't want to like so he gets it, and then we're like, oh, okay. So we got to be quarantined, and we got a football game coming up in three weeks, and we're like, oh, boy, we're, our season's over. Because we, we, we didn't know the protocols. We didn't know nothing. Saturday comes around, and the crazy thing is me and my roommate, Marissa, were the ones showing uh, symptoms. And me and her weren't positive, but Nick was positive and with no symptoms. How does that work? So, so how, how do me and Marissa have symptoms? But we're negative, and Nick's positive with nothing going on. And we all live in the same house. Saturday comes around. We, me and Chase get tested because Eric wanted us to get tested. I test positive Saturday. Chase tests negative. So now we got two guys with COVID and then three guys without it. And we're all, like, sharing the same living room, you know? Yeah. And it's it's kind of weird. So then a week, week goes by. Me and Marissa are still kind of not feeling great. But me and... Nick, we start lifting. We start getting ready because we want to be able to Did go. Did Nick have symptoms? Barely. Yeah, he had a little bit. But um, so me and Nick start lifting, and we're 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 trying to get ready back for football because we're trying to play. We're trying to be ready. Once mm-hmm. we get out of quarantine, we're trying to like get right back at it. Next thing you know, Chase and Marissa t- test positive, like a week after me and Nick did, and then a week after that, AJ tested positive. So AJ's so, still positive right now? No, no, no. It was a while ago. Oh. It was a while ago. But I thought that was like last week, dude. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so it kind of ran through our house. But the it's crazy- weird that nobody else got it. Yeah. Or so so the night that Nick 
tested positive. Like we dapped up Vinny. We saw Vinny at the school. We're we're Uh-oh. going to the field the next day, touching footballs, throwing footballs, and nobody got it. Nobody got it. It's gonna be interesting house. to see what happens with this pause this this one this week because we played an entire game with a team with that doesn't wear team. masks. Yeah. Um. So do they test? Do they test too? Yeah, they do. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see if they test anything. Yeah. Um. Or we. Who knows, bro? Who knows? Nobody knows. Yeah. Um. So that was I'm, a crazy experience for us, like yeah. going through all that. That's insane. I my my mom got it and my my Dion got it, but my dad didn't, didn't get it. I haven't. I I don't know. Now that you got sick, when was I'm, that when you were back home? Your mom got it. Or I think I was here. It was last here. semester. Gotcha. Um, it was Dion, Dion was back home. Dion was here and then he left and and had it. So he got it in the airport probably. Interesting. Um. It's weird. That's all I'm going to say. COVID is weird. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Does it? And the thing was like, I was showing symptoms and then like, you know how you lose taste and smell? Mm-hmm. I didn't lose that until like four days after I tested positive. So like, I, I, I couldn't smell or taste nothing, bro. I was just eating, eating whatever I wanted because I couldn't taste nothing. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was a weird experience. I... I don't know if I'll ever get it, honestly. I mean, now that you tested, I was sure you Dude, had it. The the crazy thing is, me and you were lifting in a lifting group uh, like a week before I got it. And you were like, oh, yeah, uh, guys, I, I don't think, Kyle, you would ever get COVID. Because, like, you were really sick last year. And I think you are past that. And then the funny thing was, next week later, do you remember that? Telling yeah. me that at the lift? Yeah. I, I be jinxing people a lot. Yeah. I can't remember one of the biggest jinx I've ever did. Oh, I'll tell you. So I'm at work summer, mm-hmm. right? And um, is this the work uh, over the water? Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're like doing stuff, and my friend Martin, who works ninety hours a week, he's a manager there. He's like he's my age though. He like he's had a shitty day the day before, right? It was like he got a ticket, I think, and he. Um, shattered his phone or something like that. Broke his phone or something. He had a really bad day, mm-hmm. and the next day comes around, and we're cutting open uh, uh paddle boards. We're like getting new paddle yeah. boards and we're cutting them open and everything. And I look at him. and I was like, you know, the good news is you can't have a worse day than you did yesterday. Right after I said that, he slid his hand open. Oh boy! I think he slid his thumb open like that. He had to yeah. go to the hospital and, yeah, and get, get stitches. Up. Um. Right after I said, like, I was like, I gotta just stop talking. Yeah, you gotta calm down. <laughs> I did that to you too. Yeah. God damn it. That's why I make everyone knock on wood because, dude, you never know when your words are gonna bite you in the ass. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just thankful that my hip's holding up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I might go to get an ice bath later today, but yeah, you know, for what it's worth, like, I have a torn labrum in my hip still, and mm-hmm. I'm kicking fine. Yeah. So. You're doing great. Yeah. But um. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I hope by next season. Because, like, what happens if you don't get the vaccine and you get COVID while you're playing next season? Hmm, that's a good question. You know, because they're like, oh, it's going to be normal and everything. But, like, mm-hmm. what does normal look like? You know? Yeah. Like, you, like we had the, you had a cold last year. I mean, you could play. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I mean, as long as you don't feel like crap. Yeah, right now, like, you get a cold, you're done. Like, Unless you're negative. Yeah, true. Caden was... I thought he was sick this week. Caden was. Um, but he, it's also allergy season, so he could have really bad hay fever. And no, he didn't test positive. Like, he was That's batch good. tested. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, 
I really thought he had COVID. Um, but it was probably just hay fever. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe he had a cold. You never know. And he just didn't have COVID. Um, the dude I had on um, a couple weeks ago, the vaccine guy, maybe about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not a vaccine guy. He studies viruses. Mm-hmm. He told me that most of the common colds we have are coronaviruses. They're coronaviruses. Interesting. Um, and he actually told me the flu is more scary than coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that too. The flu like is so dangerous and it's like so mutatable and things like that. Yeah. Um I don't know, man. I viruses are weird because like they're not living but they act living. Mm-hmm. And he was like telling me like like basically like measles, if you get measles, not only can it like wipe out your like um wipe out your like immune like Im- immunity for measles like it, it can wipe out your like it doesn't matter it can wipe out your immunity to other viruses mm-hmm. so if you get measles and you have like immunity to hpv like your viruses it can wipe that out wow that's that's kind of wild I, I never thought of it like that um yeah dude viruses are freaky it's freaky that like we're these things walking around with hearts and things like that and, and a little but little yeah. microscopic things can just fuck you up wipe, yep. wipe out can make us walk around in mass for an entire year. Change the game, bro. Change the game. What do you think the future looks like? Dude, like not as good as the past. <laughs> I think it looks better. I think one day we're not gonna have to wear masks. I think one day like people are gonna get normal. But like I've been watching shit on TV and like I'm like, why aren't they wearing masks? Like in my head. I'm like, yeah. oh, wait, never yeah. mind. Or like I was watching. Are this, they gonna come out with like a movie? Like, they got to. They right? got to. Dude, in they like gotta do it. twenty-five years, if there's not eight thousand coronavirus movies, yeah, or like a hundred years, yeah, dude, there's gonna be movies. So much movies about this time, yeah. There was so much, like, like this was so like, this was such like a influential time. Like this is gonna be written in all the history books. This is crazy, yeah. Like this is. I hate the word because everybody uses it now and they think it's like they it's like they opened a dictionary unprecedented but it was unprecedented there was nothing backing this up we didn't we were not ready for a global pandemic not, not at all especially during like the worst presidential race of all time yeah. we're living in a horrible time right now yeah. Yeah. but a great time too because we're like we get to like my girlfriend lives at home and I get to FaceTime her like yeah you didn't have that so many years ago, yeah. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, I wish I lived in the past, or I wish I lived in the future, and we're just like, we lived in this time. You got what you got, yeah. Yeah. I, so, I'm a big believer in living in the now, too. I'm not a big future guy. Yeah. I'm not, like, you I don't worry. have a plan for what's three years ahead of me right now. I know what I don't want three years from now. You know, what I want to avoid, mm-hmm. like, things, like, pathological things. Um, but I, if you would have asked me, Three years ago, would I be sitting here playing college football at Pacific University? Um, well, maybe three years ago because I might have been already signed here. But uh, doing a podcast. Double majoring. And during whatever. a pandemic, double majoring, playing in mass. I would have been like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I've been like, what world is that? <laughs> doesn't sound like my world. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, it does. So three years from now, I hope I'm just healthy. Um Dude, I took for granted being what being healthy feels like, bro. When I got sick last year, for the whole three month period that I was sick, like there's no better feeling than being like waking up in the morning and being healthy. Yeah, man. I hope one day someone figures out how to 
how to deal with cancer the right way. That's the one that I think. My cousin actually is working on cancer drugs. At, That's um, cool. He's a ochem. He's an ochemist, a PhD in ochem. He works at can't remember somewhere in California though, mm-hmm. Southern California. Very, very nice um, pharmaceutical company. But he. Like I hope one day, because that's something that yeah, cancer is a big one. My dad had it twice, actually. Really? At what? the age of sixteen and the age of like twenty. What uh, cancer? He had like skin cancer on his like left arm or something. He said he almost had to amputate his arm. Melanoma. Mm, yeah. 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 That's the one that I think uh, Bob Marley had. That's crazy. Yeah. They found it early enough, though. Yeah, they found it early because he he had something growing on his arm, and it was like before basketball season and. My grandpa wanted him to get it checked out, but he didn't want to. He's like, no, nah, it's nothing. And ended up getting it checked out. Yeah. It wasn't like a normal. It wasn't like, that's that's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to think like he beat it and he was one of the lucky ones. And then you're alive, you know. Yeah. I was thinking about this today driving. Um, like Everyone always talks about soulmates and stuff. You know, I believe in that. But like maybe soulmates aren't real because maybe like even if two people – aren't necessarily meant to be together. Maybe they're meant to be together to have that one, the kid. Because mm. you know, I thought about my parents and how like, you know, like they're whatever, you know, they're whatever they want to be. But uh, if, the, if they wouldn't have got together, you know, maybe they would have found who they really were meant to be with, but yeah. they, I, they wouldn't have me or my sister. And I don't think they want that, you know? Yeah. And so I think I was really thinking about it. I was like, I really had like a thought. It's like maybe – it's not about like finding the one person that you're supposed to be with. Maybe it's about, it's finding about creating a, per- a person, creating a person, you know, maybe it's about the other person more than it is about you. It's a weird revelation to have. That's a weird way to look at it. Holy cow. Well, cause I feel like a lot of us are just selfish, you know, and we don't really think that, you know, maybe the point of life isn't for us, but it's to help the next, I'm you know, and to know. keep growing the society and everything, keep growing, like, you know, to push, into you know, I always think like you know maybe it's not about you. You know, mm. everyone always says like, "Oh, happiness is the key." It's like, well, like you want to be happy in your life, but like, yeah, but I want my kids to be happy more than me. You know, in one day. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, everybody's so caught up in money nowadays, bro. It's not even like you ask any of the most rich people. You think they're happy because they're money? I mean, they're com- There's a difference between having yeah. a lot of money and comfortable, and I think. Once you're once you get to a certain level of money making, I think it's you know it it doesn't matter. Once you're comfortable, yeah. Why do you need more? You yeah. know, you don't. Mm-hmm. Happiness is about the five that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Do you have a hobby you love? Do you have Most a family? Don't. Yeah. Do you have a, a job that's making you money? Do you have a wife or a, a significant other? And then what's the last one? Something else. But uh, right now you're focused on you, though, which is good. Yeah. You're not, I, focused, you're not I, focused on the loved ones. I don't, I don't got no girls in my life. It doesn't matter. Yeah. At the moment. Mm-hmm. You're going to have girls in your life. You're too good of a guy. To, you, you had a girlfriend for a while. Yeah, like two and a half years, bro. And we're still really good friends, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's good, though. You know, at least you, like... At least you're optimistic about it, you know. A lot of people can just be cynical and be like, "Fuck that bitch." Yeah, I, dude, that's such a bad way to look at it. In my opinion. In my yeah, opinion. it's. I mean, unless it, something something goes yeah. down. Yeah, it's. 
life, you know, my, it's all about, everyone's different and everyone has a different mindset. So two people are always going to collide, you know, especially when they're two different genders, bro. Yeah. Dude, the men and women are so different. Mm -hmm. This little thing in my hand. Um, You know what's neat is living with a girl, living with Marissa. It's honestly really neat. Like seeing just like not living with five football dudes, like living with a couple football dudes and a girl the same age as us, but seeing like the way she rolls and goes about herself. And it's different than how you view it than how Chase views it. Because how Chase views it is how I view it when I'm home. Because I really live with like Trinity when I'm home. Mm-hmm. But how you view it is like just a friend you live with. You know, yeah. like, a girl that's a friend. Yeah. Because it's easy like when you, it's when it's your girlfriend, it's like, it's different. Yeah. You know, but when Absolutely. it's a friend, it's like, it probably is interesting to see how like girls roll and stuff like that. Because when it's yeah. your girlfriend, you're just like, it's kind of, it's it's different, you know? Yeah, I, mean? I, I agree. It's different. Um, Yeah, I wonder what that is like living with... Um, Trinity got me on this show, New Girl, and I haven't really yeah, started I've seen it. That show, yeah, yeah, but like, that's like, I wonder what that's like, like having like a really like living with a girl that's like your best friend. Like, mm-hmm. it's probably interesting because people, girls and guys are so different in the way they live. Yeah, like fundamentally, like very different. Mm-hmm. Guys are not that all guys are, but mo- guys are dirtier than women usually. Yeah, now, dude, you come over to our house. Our house does not look like a college house. It looks perfect. Dude, I don't know if you've been, but I know Kenyon's been over. Our house is literally always clean. It's always organized. It does not look like a college kid's house. That's awesome. It's it's so nice. Ours looks like a college house. Yeah, I, I could tell. I'm yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad but thing. It's not bad either. No, our, I mean, our house is pretty, like, compared to a lot of people's houses, it's decently clean. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the big thing about living in a college house is the personalities. Yeah. Kenyon's you got throw, a very strong you throw personality. Four people from different places, different yeah. personalities, and you bring them together. Especially football players. Yeah. Kenyon's probably got the strongest person. I mean, I've got a very strong personality, but Kenyon's got the strongest, like, like rugged personality when really? he's like, well, well, he, when he gets like mad, he, like he's probably the easiest to get mad. Really? Yeah. Um, you wouldn't see it because he's very quiet. You wouldn't see it. He's quiet. Yeah. Um. Uh, Max is probably, I'm probably like the loudest and the most like spoken, like out. Yeah. Outgoing. Um, Matt's the quietest. Max is pretty quiet, but Max is what well, they Matt's pretty quiet. Yeah. And then like, no matter what. And then Max is like his own world. Usually yeah. he's with autumn or somebody else. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very weird. Like all of our personalities are different. And then Noah's here all the time. And Noah's he's, always here, yeah. He's very um, loud and, and and outspoken as well. We're all very different though. Mm-hmm. I was wondering what your guys' house was like because it's like very – you guys are like – th- We're a family. Well, yeah. And it's like you guys are like a, a crazy mix of people and yeah. like it, the way that it works is perfect. Dude, yeah. Well, I think we got the best group on the team. Like I think we – we have yeah. such great relationship between our roommates. We've never had any issues, never had any drama. Yeah. And we're all, like, way different. Like, me yeah. and Nick are nothing alike, but we get along. Chase and Mercer are very similar. Small mm-hmm. town vibe, small town, like, kind of farmer-like. Mm-hmm. And then AJ's the big city boy from L.A. or whatever who talks politics, talks all, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And we all just come together and 
I don't know. We, we well, you guys are all well. best friends. Like, I would yeah. say we're all great friends now, too. Yeah. But you guys were best friends before you moved in together, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, yeah, you guys have a good house. I need to come over there and mm-hmm. come hang out. Uh, for everyone listening, they're like, what are they talking They're talking about houses and stuff. Yeah, bro, in our living room right now, we got three TVs set up so we can all play together. That's funny. Are you playing today? Yeah. We're going to have to run some. Yeah. I haven't played in forever. I'm, I'm trying to get back on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude, I, I'm excited for next year, though, for football season, for, for everything that's going to come with it. I'm just worried that it's not going to be exactly the same, and it won't be for a really long time. Yeah. You know? You wonder how long until you'll get that, I don't know, like, stamp of approval saying, mm-hmm. like, go back to normal. Mm-hmm. And plus, like, football, fall, fall camp is always going to be different. Season's yeah. always going to be different. Hopefully, nothing gets canceled the way yeah. the last year has been, like, any issues, cancel. Any issues, cancel it. Yeah. All right, to finish... Do you have any wisdom for the listeners? Any one saying, any any saying that you live by, hmm. that people can live by? Not really. I like this one Bible verse. It's 2 Timothy 4.7. And it's just like, I have fought the good fight. I've finished the race. I've kept the faith. That's a good one. I like to live by that one. But um, other than that, bro, I got nothing episode 51 with kyle kern you guys like this episode share subscribe download share it to five of your friends tell your friends about the calling a man's answers show why they need to be watching it why my clips are the best and as always ladies and gentlemen stay demanding